This is episode number 95, and this is Creating Space. Man, that intro song can never get old to me. That tropical house vibe. If you guys are looking for your own royalty-free music, you can find that at audiojungle.net. That's where I purchased that Creating Space intro song. I always get questions on that, actually, so I'm going to go ahead and throw that out. Otherwise, what's up? What's happening, guys? Happy day. How are you feeling? Take a pulse for a second. Are you grateful right now? Or are you worried? Are you living in fear? Are you living in gratitude? There's only two choices. Are you high or are you low? Right now, can we get you pumped back in? Can I inject a little bit of high energy uh, into your system right now and pick you up if you're, if you're down and if you're high? Let's, let's keep running on some good vibes together. I'm excited for this interview I'm bringing for you today. I'm actually excited of a lot of the things that are going on at Creating Space right now. If you could just take a second. Let me grab your ear. Listen to some of the exciting things that we're, we've rolled out. We've got an incredible webinar that is teaching people how to use their online digital platforms to leverage those platforms to be able to grow their business, expand their message, and take their revenue streams to different heights. I'm super passionate about this webinar because I'm teaching all of the things that it took me 10, nine, almost 10 months to learn. And I want to leverage those things that I learned, things that helped me grow and expand my brand by 10 times. And I want to share those with you. And I really am interested in helping you get yourself to another level. We all are passionate to do what we do better. And if there's anything that I'm passionate to do is to continue to teach and Based on our market research, based on what you guys are asking us for, you guys are interested in learning how to grow an online-based business so that you can live the lifestyle you want to live. We have constructed this lifestyle masterclass with you in mind. So you can go to creatingspacemovement.com forward slash webinar and you can sign up to one of those dates get into those. The dates are filling up and the dates are running out. We are going to start the masterclass next week. So in order to get into the masterclass, you must first get into the first free webinar. So get on over to creatingspacemovement.com forward slash webinar. Jump into that. Also, whew, man, can you feel the vibes? Also, I'm really excited about Live Still. Okay. As an athlete, my entire life, I needed structure, especially structure for my morning routine that would allow me to perform optimally. I am and always have been interested at being at peak performance at all times. So when I was lost and when I was going through my darkness, a lot of it I'm realizing as I look back in hindsight and reflect was based on the fact that I lost structure. I lost routines. I lost the things that made me successful pre- successful previously. So what myself and the Creating Space team has done is we have gone through an arduous, rigorous process of really flushing out what the mindset of creating space is all about. How can you take time, get still in your day, and create the space intentionally for your best life to enter? Living intentionally, making sure you're making decisions with your best self and your best life in mind. Enter the Live Still Guide. This guide is a five-minute routine every morning that's going to ask you a succession of questions that you'll be able to be guided towards self-discovery, guided towards a newer level of awareness, guided towards what we hope will push you towards your soul purpose and sharpen your sword for your best life. So, Hop on over, download your Creating Space Live Still guide at creatingspacemovement.com forward slash live still, S-T-H-L, for self, tribe, hustle, and legacy, the four-quadrant hierarchy for living your best life, creatingspacemovement.com forward slash 
Live Still. Jump in on that if you're looking to optimize your morning routine and make space for your best life. Now, an exciting, exciting 95th episode is Coach Lamont Odoms, a motivational speaker, an all-around badass. He's a co-host at WBTV here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And Coach Lamont has a powerful, powerful message. You will see this in the interview. You will see just how much passion, just how much energy, just how much belief is channeled through his body and into his voice and from those two spaces into your spirit and into your soul. So without any further ado, let's jump on over. Let's meet Coach Lamont Odoms as we welcome him to Creating Space. Coach, welcome to the show, man. man welcome to Creating Space. It's a Space. pleasure to be with you, Wes. <laughs> you already know how I feel about you, brother. Listen, man, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot wait. We met through Zach Lansat a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. We had a conversation. It was actually, I was so impressed, Coach, because... You took a moment out of your day, a couple of days after the death of your father, mm-hmm. and you honored your commitment to our uh, meetup. And I thought, yeah. you know what, it's it's very rare nowadays that you find someone who will honor their commitments throughout adversity. So coach, you're you're that guy. And <laughs> I'm glad to meet you. I'm even more pumped and juiced to get you onto the show. So thank you for coming on. You know, it, it's a pleasure to be here, man. When you when you talk about being able to stay committed, uh, I, I had to stay committed because my father passed, but I didn't. Mm. And there's a responsibility that says that we must continue what we finish. So uh, I, I had the opportunity to mourn my father. But I also have the opportunity to continue to live my own legacy. Wow. So that was the reason why I had to stay committed, man. And and, and sitting there with you, um, the respect that I gained from you and and the more that I learned about you, um, not only did I appreciate that time in your space, but I appreciate this opportunity right now to be on your podcast. Yeah, man. It's listen, guys, we're off to a great start. So I, Probably I am, because I started complimenting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. You know, that's words of affirmation is one of my love languages, coach. But you know, listen, I you came into that environment mm-hmm. in that adverse situation. You held your head up high. You spoke of your father so beautifully, but you allowed me to speak about myself. And mm-hmm. you know. There's something to be said about speaking and then the ability to listen. Um, Stand up guy, and I can't wait to get in this. Before we get started in in this show, man, and we just dive into this great conversation, creating space is built around gratitude. Mm -hmm. When you've been to a space that I've been in and you feel the difference between where that is and where you could fall and where gratitude will place you. I want to make sure that our listeners, the Creating Space Tribe, know the importance of gratitude. So today to start this off, Coach, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for uh, the opportunity to wake up every day and continue in the process of reaching my dream. I'm grateful that my dream found me as much as I was fine looking for it. And, and as much as, as, as we are dreamers. We have these great ideas. We have these great things we want to do in our lives. And many people that may be listening to this right now, they may be saying, you know, um, I have this dream, but I haven't seen it materialize. I haven't seen that thing manifest. You have to understand that on the path that you are on, your dream is on the same path, opposite directions. You're going to bump into your dream. And when you jump, um, bump into the dream you, you and the dream you will become one. And you're going to be able to walk out what it is that you initially started. So every morning when I wake up, man, I thank God that I have the opportunity to speak into people's lives and to be my best version of me. So for that, I'm grateful. <sighs> powerful. You know, I can speak to that notion. I was lost for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that dream that you speak of, that sole purpose, it's seeking you. That's so Mm -hmm. true. And you don't find it, man. I believe, like you said, it finds you. And it does. And you guys are walking on that same path. You mentioned what you do every single morning um, to get yourself going. Let's talk about, for me, I look in the mirror, coach, one of my priming moments every morning, how I prime my mind to get ready. It's like the warm up before the, the, the match. Mm-hmm. I look in the mirror and I motivate myself. I look into myself and I give myself some sort of speech like, let's go, Wes. It's time. Today is the day, yada, mm-hmm. yada, right? What do you do every morning 
to get yourself ready to be your best self each day? Uh, to remind myself not to get in my way. Ooh. Uh, remind myself not to become toxic to me. Um, to put myself in a place that says, Lamont, there is a greater mission. And you're not, you should not be um, in, in the way of the greatness that has to be done. I, I believe that we all have a personal responsibility to do all we can before we reach the, get, the grave. Mm. Uh, and every morning, man, I, I, I have to remind myself that it is more than, than just about me. It's about the people that I'll encounter. The gifts that I have, your, your gifts, your talents, your skills, what I call the GTS, they're not for you. They're for the other people that you are encounter. See, the responsibility is, is that you have to use those gifts, talents, and skills in a way that when you reach the people, they'll receive from you, uh, not see someone that they don't want to receive from. Right. So every morning, man, first thing is Lamont, number one, don't get in your way. Number two, reach as many people as you can. And number three, don't forget about your main purpose. And your main purpose is to inspire, motivate, encourage, empower, and get people to a place where they haven't been before. Mm. So in order to get to people to that place, you have to have been at some sort of place you, you, yes. to recognize that you need to move yourself out of that space first before you can ever lead anyone else, right? Like mm-hmm. to be the ultimate ser- servicer, you have to service first yourself. Let's, let's begin this journey a little bit about where that space was for you, coach, and what life kind of looked like before you created space for your best life. Well, you know, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan, and um, I'm the product of uh, a, a child that was sexually abused from the age of five to nine. And that is the life that I had known. And I really didn't become uh, or, or get face to face with that person until I reached about the age of 18, that I was able to truly acknowledge what had happened to me. Um, and as I continued, West to just grow, I grew in such anger. First of all, why did this happen to me? Second of all, what do I do with what has happened to me? Um, So as I began to grow, I found healing in the fact, not only that God would come in and say, hey, you know what? I got your back. I'll walk you through this. But I was able to overcome the moment that I said, I'm no longer going to be a victim. Mm. And when I made up my mind, I wasn't going to be a victim any longer. It's the moment that true healing began to come in. And then I said, what I need to do is I need to learn to use my pain. Someone listening right now? Use your pain as your advantage because your pain becomes your greatest fuel. And when your pain becomes your greatest fuel, you'll have enough distance inside of you to reach any destination. So I made it a point that I was no longer going to see myself as a victim. I was no longer going to act as a victim. I was no longer going to put the face on of a victim, but I was going to put the face on the attitude and the mindset of a victor because I knew then that if I was able to walk through that as a child, as a grown man, there's nothing that I can't accomplish. From victim to victor. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, if that's not the name for a potential um, you know, outline, I, I'm not sure what is. Yeah. That sounds pretty, pretty powerful. You know yeah. what is really powerful? You, and you, I've look had at, that. you look at this really quick, Wes. <laughs> um, the difference between victim, victim and victor is I am an OR. So you have to find yourself, whether you're going to be a victim is when you always say I am. Mm. When you become a victor, you say or meaning what's next. Right. So so when you get into that what's next thing, hey, I put my pain on my back. Mm. I didn't put myself on the back of my pain. I put my pain on my back and said, you know what? You're not going to hold me back. I will walk on my own two legs and you'll see pain just of what I'm able to accomplish just because I'm moving. It's a powerful decision, coach. And a lot of people get paralyzed at the that decision, at that really intense moment, right? Mm-hmm. There's this inflection point where, am I going to decide to carry on in the way that I've been carrying on? Or am I going to change my life? And no longer am I going to be a victim. Talk to me a little bit about what you know about that decision. And for the Creating Space tribe who's listening in, that decision is the moment that that's the Malcolm Gladwell tipping point where you say enough is enough. Talk to me a little bit about what it was to get to that decision for you. I, I, I love, I love Wes, how you use the term creating space in that inner space, that space right. where it can either become your friend or your enemy. Mm. You can either pull that space and say, we're going to a new chapter in our lives, or you can become 
enclosed in that space, a cell in that space where you're locked in. Uh, something, it, it was funny because I knew that we were going to come together and I always get up these crazy words uh, that, that are downloaded to me. And I thought of this word that just dropped to me and it's called toxicity. Right. Toxicity. And, I, and, and as I began to explore what that was, it's when we, and when we bring a toxic attitude, a toxic mindset to this internal space that is within us. So many of us, we are diseased without even knowing that we're diseased. Mm. Now, now there, there's, there's another word that I use, environmental. Now, what does that word environmental mean? Now, I break that word into two parts. Environ means surrounding area. Mental means this internal journey, our thought life, um, how we condition ourselves and how we see the world. So environmental means that whatsoever I think here, I'm putting it out here. Yep. So if my, if my thoughts are negative, then the space outside of me is negative. Uh, a better way to put it is that everything you see is a thought based off of what you first thought. Mm. So now when we are dealing with the environ, meaning that when we are, when we, when we have to live by oxygen, just imagine that if you're putting all these negative thoughts outside of you, every breath you breathe, you're breathing that negative thought right back inside of you and it's becoming who you are. So the moment that I was able to take accountability of my life and say, in this internal space, I'm going to do what is right. I'm going to make sure that the promises that I keep to myself are fulfilled. I'm going to make sure that the promises that I keep to other people are fulfilled. I'm going to remind myself to be grateful that the dream found me and I found it. And when I was able to get out of my way, when I was able to no longer allow the old Lamont that was toxic to possess that space inside of me that the new, La new Lamont had rights to, when I got that old Lamont out of the way and when I was able to become that new vessel that I knew that I was called to become is when I was able to overcome that toxicity. And that's where I've gotten now. Sure. And I, you're, you're doing it on a daily basis. It's, on a daily it basis. It is you. It is on you, right? On a daily right? basis. Tony Robbins says that the quickest way to change your happiness is change your environment, right? Mm -hmm. And that's so true. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, it, there's so much um, value there inside of that. Uh, that that decision, and I and I keep harping on this because I I love to to just see how people have battled with it. I'm of the notion that the life that you desire and the desire for that life has to then supersede the desire to continue in the, the habits in the old life. Mm -hmm. So what was it you saw in your mind's eye that now had enough energy inside you to help you get over that one decision or that one negative uh, or, or that collection of negativity that was suppressing you and keeping you down? What helped you create space from that old guy? An internal vision that I had when I was about eight or nine years old. Growing up in Detroit, I knew that I wanted to be a talk show host. I had this incredible vision at that age of me older hosting a talk show. I saw myself in a suit. I saw myself um, in, with an audience and I saw the studio. I saw everything and it became so real to me. So at that moment, uh, when, when I would come home while other kids were watching the Flintstones, Brady Bunch or Tom and Jerry, I was watching Phil Donahue. Uh, and I hope that many of our Creating Space listeners know who Phil Donahue is. <laughs> uh, but I was watching Phil Donahue and I was learning even at a young age what I wanted to become. So it would seem that every opportunity I would have to be negative or I would have or, or see myself walking down a path that I knew was not created for me, but was, was there for my destruction and my doom, I would remind myself of that vision as a young boy of what I've wanted to be. And as long as I continue to commit myself as, that, as, as seeing that young kid, that kid that saw this incredible vision, that kid that knew what he wanted to do in media, that kid that would host a talk show in his living room at the age of 10, um, interviewing on a daily basis, three stuffed animals. One was a teacher, one was a janitor, and one was a race car driver. And I I'd caught that show 30 minutes. But every day I would sit in my living room and I would talk to those stuffed animals. But to me, I was talking to the world. Every time I find myself in a negative spot, I think about that young boy. I think about that young boy. And Wes, honestly, I take the responsibility of saying to myself, I cannot 
let that young boy down because that young boy was a dreamer waiting for me to get to the place where I was able to carry out that dream. So I don't want to let that little boy down. He had gone through enough. Like I, like I mentioned a few moments ago, that little boy was a dreamer, yet he was being molested. Wow. He was a dreamer, yet he was going through one of the most devastating things that a lot of people find a hard time coming back from. But I cannot let that young boy down. That's what keeps me going. My family keeps me going. But when I see the faces of people that I come in contact with that say, you know what, coach, you said something on episode, and I don't even remember what I said. Right. But they'll remind you of what they said. And then it reminds you of what your purpose is. Mm. And then it all just meshes. So those dark moments, those moments that, you know, that sexual molestation and, and what you had gone through and all that darkness and that anger that was driving you. Give me On the brink of suicide several times. Yeah, I know that. I know, mm-hmm. Coach. Listen, I know that space. <laughs> I know that space all too well. Mm-hmm. I have the things that that my darkness taught me, that I carry with me, and it is this sense of uh, enlightenment at times, the things that, that, that the bottom of the ocean will teach you, the pressure that mm-hmm. you receive down there, right? What are some things that that uh, young man, the, those experiences, what do they teach you? They, they, they've taught me to war. Mm. They've taught me to fight. But, but using that first word, to war, uh, I believe every day we're, we, we go to war, not against the world around us, not against the people around us. We go to war with ourselves. Mm. Um, there is a you inside of you that doesn't want to see the you that you were created to become, become the you that God destined for you to be. Wow. There is a you that wants to keep you in an enclosed place, wants to bring you to the, the, to the greatest of graves to keep you from winning. Uh, when, when I declare war against myself, I make sure that the self that I don't want to be is never heard from. Um, that darkened place, we all have that darkened place, that place where we can return. Um, we had our conversations about being in that, 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 that drama of suicide, the, the thoughts, the thoughts that we, that we had. But, but I just believe, man, that if I had carried out and I was successful in many of the attempts that I had, I wouldn't have the opportunity of sitting across from what I consider to be an upcoming greatness Wow! Um, when I look at you. Wow, um, And many of the things that you have spoken to me and you've said have even encouraged me. Um, so it's important that we, we are to set ourselves straight. Get in your own face. Confront your own self. Mm. Remind yourself on how great you can be the moment that you move out of the space that the right you should be occupying. And that's what I do. It's about war. It's about war. It's about getting in my face and saying, "Uh uh-uh, Lamont. We got too much to live for. It's too much to gain. So why do we want to be set back and lose traction when we should be gaining it? You know what? If you guys aren't on the other side of, of this conversation geared up, man, I, I got like I got chills talking about war. Uh, we've got a, a bit of a module here, a, a lifestyle guide that we've created called Live Still. Live Still is a four tiered quadrant. Okay, where we organize a hierarchy of like the things you should focus on in your life. It's the creating space mindset module that consists of self, tribe, hustle, and legacy. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself, then you can move to your tribe or your community, your family. Take care of those two things, then you can move into your hustle, what creates and gives you sustenance. Then from there, you can move towards your legacy, which is I the like impact. That. Right. I, like I want to talk to you about that first quadrant, self. You talk about that toxic person person inside of you, and it's about managing that toxic person. So what mm-hmm. do you do every single day to manage that toxic person inside of you? I make sure first to have action and not reaction. Mm. Uh, because what, what happens is, is that if we don't start with action, we're going to find ourselves reacting to everything around us. And when we react to everything around us based off of the action that we didn't first take, um, we'll find ourselves never be, being able to focus on what is important. Now, reaction will lead to distraction. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. So, so if we don't react, we will be distracted. Uh, and being able to pull ourselves away to act first. Um, when, when I think about self in, in every, every morning and every day throughout the day, um, 
it is constantly having a conversation with yourself. You have to constantly have a conversation with yourself. The reason why I encourage self-conversation is because there is a you that you can never lie to, and that's you. As much as I've tried to convince myself otherwise, I always know the truth. Right. Uh, so I can't, I, myself will never be able to lie to me. Now, myself can accept the lie that I've told myself. But even if I accept that lie that I've told myself, I still know that I've lied. Sure. So, so it's, it's being able to just get into a place of truth, man. Just saying to yourself, there's so much road ahead. Why would we allow ourselves to get distracted? And it all starts with action. Every day, wake up with an action plan. Do you believe action breeds confidence? Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk to me about what you know about self-confidence. Self-confidence is this, is that I think sometimes we're just waiting for this light to flash and, and, and the angels to begin to sing. And then we say we've, we've done something great. No, self-confidence is the little things that I'm able to accomplish. Getting up and getting dressed, that's a major thing to be confident about because somebody wasn't able to. Mm. Getting able to go into a job, even if you don't like it for this season, but being able to appreciate it, that's something to be confident knowing that I appreciate where I am right now so that I know that when the greater thing happens, I'll definitely be able to appreciate that. Um, That's where the confidence is. I don't wait for the big thing to happen. I wake up every day grateful, and that elicits the confidence that I know is deep down embedded within me. The confidence to know that I've already won, even when it seems I'm losing. The confidence to know that I can speak to a mountain and tell it to move, even when it turns its back. I know that on the other side of the mountain is the place where I got to go. I'm confident that I'll be able to have enough faith to speak through it. So... You take care of yourself by speaking things into existence. You have to. I mean, because because if think about this, we are we are these these vessels, and as these vessels, we're either we're either uh, receiving or submitting or or, or releasing. We're, we're receiving, releasing. So therefore, I have to become very careful, and and I'm glad that you went there when we're talking about words, words that we speak. I've always said that I believe that the greatest messengers are the words that are released out of our mouths. Mm. The moment that I release a word, Wes, it goes into the atmosphere and it serves me. It goes into the atmosphere and it brings back to me what it is that I've spoken. So if I speak words of lack, it's going to drag lack back to me. I'm going to step into the words I've spoken and then I'll find myself in a place where I don't want to be. But if I begin the process of speaking words of success, it's going to drag back to me success. I'll step into it and I'll become successful. You have to believe the things that you speak. And when you believe the things that you will speak, your words will believe you. Understanding that words have no feelings. They have no feelings at all. We and we we give words permission to feel something based off of the, the the definition of that particular word. But the moment I release a word, is that word goes out and it says, "I gotta serve Lamont. I gotta serve Lamont. I gotta serve Lamont." So if I've said something negative, I gotta serve Lamont. I gotta serve Lamont. If I said something positive, I gotta serve Lamont. I gotta serve Lamont. And it will go and it will bring back to Lamont the very thing I've spoke. And guess what? I become what I spoke. This is the law of reciprocity, right? That's right. What you That's give right. out Come is on, the brother. feedback loop that comes back. Come on, and, and the thoughts are just as much a, a tangible thing as the words. They're all as powerful. Maya Angelou actually says words are things. They get into the carpet. They get into the sofa, into the walls, and then they become you or your life. So powerful Maya Angelou was. It's, an inc- you know, it's so so beautiful to be able to, to experience her legacy. Um, but as we move forward, as you manage yourself through the words that you speak and the thoughts that you think and deciding to be intentional, intentionally positive with those, when you move into the tribe or your community, talk to me about your plan for managing toxic people or toxic environments. You know, I believe that toxic people find themselves frozen. They find themselves frozen and you you can tell if you're frozen because every time you try to take two steps forward, you lock and you can't move. Uh, anything that's frozen means that it's under pressure based off of the environment that has been placed in. 
to cause that thing to become conducive to the environment that has been placed in. So the environment has now held you captive that you can't move. So you've, you're frozen. What do you do when something is frozen? You thaw it out. So thaw means T thoughts. You got to think yourself out of negative situation. And that's what I tell people all the time. Right. When I go into the tribe, when I go into the community, if you don't like where you are, change the way you're thinking. H, habits. Your habits have to change. You can no longer do the same thing and think you're going to get a different result. Because if you try to do the same thing and think you got a different result, all you're doing is locking yourself into that frozen place. Your habits have to change. The A, action. You have to put action behind your new habits and your new thinking. So if you're going to have a new thought, you got to create a new habit that's going to uh, that's going to uh, defend that new thought or cater to that new thought. And your actions have to be um, conducive to those things. And W, your words. So what happens is this. If a person in the tribe wants to seriously change, change the way you think, change your habits, place action behind it, and start to think words that go right back to the thought that you've been thinking to make that thought real in your life, and I'm telling you, you will no longer be frozen. Mm, so those, the, the thaw, I love the way, I love these acronyms that you have, man. They're they're brilliant. But I've got a friend, right? Say yeah. I've got a really close friend, and they served me in my life, coach, and they were someone that pushed me to this point. But all of a sudden, now that I see a little bit of success or my life begins to change because my mindset has changed, the positive vibrations that are coming out of me are different. I'm walking in my path now, coach. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, people that have known me before and have seen me go through different spaces in my life now might feel a different way about me and their energy has changed. They're negative. What is your recommendation about how to remove toxicity from your life? You know, the thing is this, is that uh, there are, think about a, a track team. A track team, they're all on different tracks. They're all on different lanes, okay? Um, they're all running the same race. But the thing is, is that one runner will get as far as that runner can get until he passes the baton. Um, but it's at that point that he passes the baton that you actually occupy in the same space. After you take the baton, you run further. There are some people that are just not intended to go the distance with us. Mm. Some people will get us started, but they won't always finish with us. You know, and, and, and another thing, too, we cannot always grow guilty when we are achieving a new level of success. Because bottom line is a lot of people won't be able to accommodate the success or accommodate the gift or accommodate the greatness that is sitting on side of you because they're not big enough to carry you. And I would rather surround myself with people that are big enough to carry me than someone that can only take me so far and never appreciate what they were able to do to help me to get there. Uh, so, so it is, it is not, I would say to anyone that is feeling what you're feeling or, or, or feeling that same thing, it is not your responsibility uh, to have to go back and pick people up that would not do it for you. Uh, you have to keep going. Uh, and that's just the bottom line. You, you raise your standards. You, you raise your life. You change the way you, you view someone or a situation, be it negative or positive. The moment you choose to and decide to move the situation or remove the situation is the moment your life changes, right? And hey, it's constantly doing that, isn't it? Wes, I've never seen an eagle in a chicken coop. <laughs> That's so true. I've never they can't seen exist a, in the same space. Can a chicken coop. You're right. You're you know? so right. Why don't you think people can be happy for others? Why don't you think people want genuinely? Why do you think some people struggle to uh, allow oh. other people to succeed? I mean, it's 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 people don't know who they are, mm. uh, and and people uh, become jealous or they become intimidated by people that do. Right. So the moment that you discover your passions, the moment that you actually step into your passions and you become who Wes was supposed to become, a lot of people won't be able to handle that because they're still trying to figure out who they are. Mm. Uh, so we can't expect people um, to be our greatest cheerleaders um, when they don't even know what the score is or who's in the game. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, so so I, I think that um, so many of us, we we drive 
We drive our lives based off of wanting to get as many people to pat us on our backs and to show us some type of appreciation that they get us. Right. Not everybody is going to get us. Not everybody is going to be happy for you, but it does not mean that you stop living. The quicker we be okay with removing toxic people and toxic situations oh, yeah. from our lives, oh, yeah. the quicker we'll be happier, right, you, Coach? You, you, you have to, um, because a toxic person would, would do whatever it takes to put as much toxicity on you so that you will enter into your promised environment and make that place toxic. And then it's happened to so many people. They're now in a new place, but with toxic people. And they'll make that environment toxic. That then the longer you're there, the longer you're reminded that it's just like a place that you thought you left. Oof. And the thing is, is that we have to continue to forge forward. Not everybody can go with us, but we got to keep going. Yeah, so good. So let's, uh, let's dive a little deeper into that. What toxic situations or people... Um, have you removed or have you removed any toxic people or situations oh, from your life recently? Brother, I've removed toxic people. Um, it gets I've easier as you do it more often, right? It's a muscle, Coach. It does. You can become more confident. Because when you, when you know, Wes, who you are, when you know that your GTS, your gifts, talents, and skills are for other people, it's for a greater purpose. When you have tapped into your inner potentials and your inner potentials become your purpose and your purpose becomes your lived out dream. It is so easy to let go of people that don't see what you see mm. um, because you have to be in your game and you have to be so focused. Number one question to ask, are you going this way or are you going that way? Right. Because I'm going this way. If people don't know which way they're going, you can help them. But if they still don't know, you got to keep going. Right. I know that sounds harsh, but we only have a certain amount of time in this earth realm to make the difference that we need to make. I asked you when we met, I said, where's the wealthiest place in the world? And we, we, we deciphered a lot of different places, but the wealthiest place in the world is the cemetery. The cemetery is, and the reason is, is because there are so many dreams that have gone to the grave that were never lived outside of here. There are people that wake up every day with a grave mentality. They wake up every day saying, I have this dream, but I'm not going to do anything with it. So it's like this. Do you want to do you want to uh, dwell with grave diggers yeah. or do you want to dwell with life livers? Wow. And I want to dwell with life livers. I want to dwell with people that know what they've been called to do and will lock arms and say, you know what? Let's, Let's go. get this. Thing. Let's go. Not to be jealous when someone reaches their their level of success, because all it should do is encourage you that you're right around the corner. Yeah. And you look at what they've done. You know, um, Tony Robbins and even NLP talks much about modeling, being able to look at what someone's success is and say, if I make a little tweaks here and I make some tweaks there, I can achieve what I need to achieve in this season of my life. But we got to get real. We got to get honest. Not everybody can go with us. Yeah, you're right. We, we've <laughs> got to lighten the load. We've got to lighten the load. And, and I've had to do that now more recently, more than ever before. And it's mm -hmm. getting comfortable with that and standing in your power and not feeling regretful or guilt because those- That's man. You know, that's the key word right there, Wes, not feeling guilt. Right. So many of us are guilted into keeping people yes, in our lives. Yeah. And that's a powerful emotion. Like we, there, There's a sentiment there to honor the fact that you do feel guilty because you are human and you do care for these people because you have a lifetime of, of experiences with them. However- just like you said, if they're not going where we're going, then they're only going to pull us away from our destiny. You know, right? I mean, th there is a person that fits this entire idea perfectly. You know, as a New England Patriot fan and proud of that, <laughs> I was very disturbed and very saddened um, with Aaron Hernandez's entire story. Um, being familiar with Aaron Hernandez as I was living in Connecticut, that's where he was from. Seeing him dominate the news as a high school football player, then be able to go on to Florida, drafted by the New England Patriots. We saw something. As he grew in success, his one problem was is that the people that he should have left that were of no good to him, he brought with them thinking that he was doing them a favor. 
And sometimes, man, we we feel this allegiance and this alliance that we have to say, I've I've committed myself to this friendship, so I got to bring this person with me. But if that person is not being brought up with you to make you better or you to make them better, and you're both becoming better on your um, to, together and also on your own, that's when you know you have a powerful relationship. But it is saddened, man, when we see people that say, since this person has been with me so long. I have to bring them with me. Sure. Only to discover that those same people were the people that would end up um, becoming a part of your downfall. You have to know when to pull your scissors out and to cut and to cut quickly so that you can get to where you That's need a good to be. point, coach. It's about cutting quickly. Quickly, mm-hmm. quickly is really important. But at the same time, then it's about using the, the law of reciprocity to act, ask and speak the mm-hmm. new tribe that you want into existence and to That's say, right. this is what I'm looking for. These are the models that I want to model my life around. And universe, God, Allah, whatever you call it, bring these people into my life mm-hmm. so that I can elevate my situation. I can elevate my environment and I can continue to move forward. It's, it's a process, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, I, if I'm a basketball player and I want to learn the crossover, I work until I learn the crossover, that's right. Then you add more detail to the crossover. You got to put practice to your game. Practice to your game. <laughs> Let's talk about that. As you have now gotten really refined with who you are, coach, mm-hmm. where you're going, and now new people continue to come into your life to help you become better. What are you passionate about right now in your life? I'm passionate about where I'm going, man. You know, I said to you earlier, I have not arrived. And even right. when I get to the place where I thought I should be, I still haven't arrived. Yeah. Uh, there's Just still so much there's right? still so much life, man, that we got to keep going. Um I'm I'm happy in the place where I am, but I'm not comfortable in the place where I am. Sure. Um because when we when we grow comfortable, we grow content. So let's let's talk about that. Mhm. There's st- creating space, that mindset, removing what doesn't serve you any longer as you're elevating your game. Mhm. What are you trying to create space from in your life right now specifically, be it a habit, be a thought process? Where are you at right there with that mentality? You know, it's I'm I'm privileged to that God has gifted me with wisdom. And and I love this Um, studying from some of the greatest teachers that this earth has ever been able to see. But being able to be transparent with myself, understanding that, you know, my biggest challenge is me. Mm. Uh, and being able to be honest with myself, being transparent. Um, I believe in revealing as much about myself as possible to people when I can, um, so that when people see me becoming something that they didn't hear me say, they can remind me of my greatness. Wow. Uh, and it is it is a process, man, every day of just wanting to be and do better. Um, understanding I'm not where I want to be, but I'm definitely not where I once was. Sure. And every day I'm graduating. When I when I lay my head on the pillow, I've accepted my diploma of the day. Uh, and then I'm able to get up and to become better than I was the day before. See, there are three people that are competing for my attention at all times. And those three people are the person I was yesterday, the person I am today, and the person I'll be tomorrow. So I have to decide at night, who am I going to be? Mm. Am I going to live in the past, be stuck in today, or am I going to branch forward into the future? And I always choose to branch forward into the future. That's, a, that's such a great piece of information and value that you added because those nighttime affirmations and, and mm-hmm. prepping yourself, priming yourself for the mm-hmm. morning and giving yourself an intention, okay, tomorrow I want to wake up with this and being really descriptive and and thinking it into existence literally is a process that is well documented to work. And I love that you talk about that every night before you go to sleep, you Mm -hmm. want to wake up in the morning with a purpose and with passion and you want to continue forwarding your mission. So what does that mean? Your mission now, I mean, look, you're, you're on TV, you're on social media, you great, you make incredible videos that are all around your message. The game now coach is changing and Social media is bringing this whole new aspect for people to have their own um, self-produced TV shows. So you exist in both markets. What do you have to say about the future of technology and how are you planning to evolve as it evolves? Man, I'm so glad you asked this because I am learning. I'm learning every day. And I I guess one of my biggest struggles 
was, remember a few moments ago, I talked about the little boy that saw the talk show. Now the challenge is the little boy didn't see everything that the grown man sees, all the different um, advances, all the different opportunities and doors that are open here and there. My vision, man, is to uh, create one of the greatest motivational media organizations in the world. Wow. That is that is my vision um, where people will be able to be dialed into inspiration and be dialed into uh, messages of inspiration when they need it. Um, I believe that's my calling. Um, yes, I am on um, this incredible show here in Charlotte, um, but I know that that space is only a temporary space for me. Uh, because that space is a learning space. I think we have to we have to be able um, to be um, transparent when we identify the spaces where we are. Um, and I, when I stepped into that space, the very first thing I said is that this is a temporary space. So I didn't go to build a house where I should have pitched a tent. Sure. So I, I knew that that was a temporary space. What is my next space? I'm working on that next space. I'm working on some um, syndication projects through television and um, radio and also um, OTT. So you never stop moving. You have, to, you have to grow. Anyone that believes that they've arrived and they know it all, you've already set yourself up for failure. You've already set yourself up in a place where it's going to be hard for you to win when you're constantly in your way. Uh, so every day, Wes, how can I get better? How can I get closer to what I believe my dream is? How can I become closer to what I truly want, not what I have to settle for? Your true takeaways from life thus far, all you've learned and what you know to be true about the existence here and the life process. Give us a couple of takeaways from from your mindset that are integral that you hope um, people would learn from you in this? Man, well, I can say the two things, the two things that that I'm stuck with is I'll always be black. (laughs) I'll always be a man. And I'm going to add one more and I'm always going to have to pay taxes. (laughs) But my my takeaway is I'm, I'm just fortunate that I still have a mind that's able to dream. Mm. Uh, I'm, Love I'm fortunate, that, man, that I, that. that I still force myself in my quiet time to think of new strategies and new ideas. Um, putting that time aside, man, where, where I say, you know, if, if I had the opportunity to make someone great that was in this situation today, what would I say? And it forces me into a level of thinking where I may not have gone before. Um, so, man, it is it is just being true to you. Is, is being true, being honest with your, with your successes, honest with your strengths, and even extra honest with your weaknesses. Wow. And, and being able to be real, be real with you. Um, know where you're going and know the strategies you have in place to get there. And when doubters come, you fight past their words. You fight past their actions. And you just keep winning. Yeah, keep winning. Last question for you as we round this thing out, Coach. This has been an incredible episode, one of the best. I will say, what do you hope is said about you at your eulogy? Wow. <laughs> Man, that that he was that he was true. A great father, great husband, great individual. Um, but someone that that when when it seemed like life was against him fought past it. Um, someone that helped as many people as he possibly could. And, and one that made the earth and his space around him better. And, it, and if I can, and, and if that's what's spoken about me, I tell, I tell, I tell folks all the time, Hey, my funeral, I want a party. I want a stand up comedian. I want people cracking jokes. I want dancing. I want a celebration. I don't want mourning. Don't mourn for me. Right. Smile because of what you heard me say and how it may have affected you. Coach, I want to give you um, as much affirmation as I can. Your your energy is infectious. Your mission is true. It's only a matter of time, right? And and you're pulling people in. I'm honored to have been pulled into your into you likewise, and into your environment. Brother, likewise. Um, I think that what you're doing is significant and we need more warriors of light out here. Just like you said, ready to battle every single day to make their 
them their best selves, and then to flow into their tribe, and then to flow into their passionate lifestyle and what they do in their their jobs, and then to flow into that legacy. And your legacy is true. You're on your way, coach. And uh, I'm, I will do anything I can to continue to help you spread your message and, and, and continuing your journey. So thank you for coming on to Creating Space. Oh, I really appreciate it. Was, it. it was great, man. Sitting here in your presence, brother. You know, thank you. Yes, sir. There is no doubt that Coach Lamont Odoms is extremely powerful. There's no doubt that he has a message that is packaged and ready for those who need to hear it. And he is passionate extremely passionate to push that message along. So if this message has resonated with you, if you think you know someone who needs to hear Coach Lamont's story, please share this podcast with them. Shoot it over, look down on your phone right now, hit the share button, go ahead and throw it into them through an email, throw it to them as a message, however you think they would prefer it to be delivered to them. Give them the opportunity to grow as well. A lot of times we can teach through leading right? And leading someone to a message that they need to hear that they don't know exists sometimes is the best way to influence others. So take a second, share this message out. Really excited that you have been along with us on this journey, 95 episodes down, going for so many more. And I'm so pumped you guys are along for the ride. Also, remember the review of the week. I want to give a shout out to Renee Elise, who wrote a beautiful review that uh, goes a little bit like this. I find Wes's podcast super motivating in an everyday inspirational kind of way. His podcasts feel like sitting down to coffee and deep chats with old friends. I find that Wes strikes a great balance in his interviews between building people up with profound truths and being real about life's hardships and pain. It's always amazing to me to hear these stories from so many different people from all walks of life and find that I relate to so much of what they're feeling and what they've experienced. There's so much power in telling our stories. Thank you for facilitating that, Wes. Renee, beautiful, beautiful review. Really appreciate you shooting that review over on iTunes. If you'd like to be selected for a review of the week, jump on over to iTunes, hit the review button, write a review. We'll take a look. We'll choose the review of the week, and each week we'll give a shout out on the interview day. So, Have an incredible rest of your week. Make sure you choose gratitude over fear. And if you are in fear, just recognize you're in fear. Love on yourself for having the emotion to be able to feel fear and then choose gratitude after that. That's the ultimate power in awareness. Guys, have a great rest of the week. I'll see you soon for Mindset Monday.